I'm Ryan Neekin, and this is episode three of View from the Pits, the official podcast of the Maple Leafs, sponsored by TD Canada Trust. In this episode, I speak to Damien Topoli, who was recently promoted to vice president of baseball operations, and Roger Lajoie, who returns to the team as vice president of business operations. Here it is. Damien, Roger, thanks for coming on today, guys. I appreciate it. Great to be here, Ryan. Yeah, thanks for having me. So as we can see, we got Damon, we got Roger. Damon, I have to ask you first, bringing Roger back to the Maple Leafs, what went into that decision? How did that go about uh, happening? Uh, it's a no-brainer. Um, like I said, we, we wanted to start progressing. I, I think I said this to you before. We wanted to move the franchise in a, in a, in a new direction, more modern direction. And uh, uh, some, some things like social media, the website, that thing, we, we needed to modernize the franchise. And, and the first person that came to mind was, was Roger. Um, and, and, you know, having his presence around and just his, his knowledge of that particular area. Um, that's what he does for a living. Um, it, it, it's, it, you know, his resume speaks for itself. So, and, and the fact that he was with the team for 30 years, is, it just, it's a, it's a double bonus, right? It's, it's a big win for this franchise and to have him back is, is, and him accepting to come back is, is awesome for this franchise. Yeah. I want to ask you about that because you said, okay, great. You know, I got this guy in mind, you know, he's, <laughs> I know him for all these years. It's, it's great. But originally, did you think it was, it was a possibility or how did you go about trying to bring him back to the team? Um, well, I missed him, to be honest with you. Um, he was the friendliest scorekeeper in the league. Um, that's, that's why I have so many hits. No, I'm just joking. But uh, uh, <laughs> it, I, I just wanted to have a conversation with him and, and see where he was at. Because I know he's, you know, he's, well, he's kind of everywhere, to be honest with you. You know, he's in Ottawa. He could be in Toronto. He could be in Oshawa. But just to get a, a feel of what he wanted to do and where he was going and, and, and if he'd be interested in even coming back was the conversation. Um, and the fact that he, you know, was, was very positive about, where the franchise should go and he was already on the same page as as what we wanted to do so he had these thoughts that um we needed to modernize the franchise and move in a new direction and and that was key to that conversation and it was uh him graciously accepting to come back is was, was a big win for the franchise yeah and roger asking you now coming back to the team when damon reached out to you were you surprised you know was it maybe something you're kind of hoping for or just take me through that process of when damon first reached out to you well, first of all, it's 35 years. Oh, sorry. Yeah. All, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not the friendliest scorekeeper in the inner county. In fact, I'm not a friendly scorekeeper at all, but no, just kidding. Um, I was very happy when, when Damon reached out, uh, Ryan. You know, my history with the team goes back a long time. I started in 1979 as the statistician and PA announcer, and I wound up, you know, taking that position when I was a second year uh, university student at Ryerson University. And usually people who take those kind of positions stay a couple of years or even a season and move on. I wound up staying for 35 years till 2013. My, my deep affection for Jack's late wife, Lynn, is very well known. Still miss her to this day. She passed away in uh, 2008. And Jack's a one-of-a-kind icon. And so, you know, you, you don't want to leave. And I only really left in 2013 because, as Damon alluded to, I just got so busy with other ventures, I just couldn't keep it going. And I felt that, you know, the organization certainly was in good hands and there were some very good people who, who filled the roles I was filling afterwards. But when Jack passed away, uh, Damon reached out, um, I think it was Damon a couple of weeks later, and yeah. we, we had a nice conversation and I'm delighted to be back. Uh, Ryan, there was one, you cannot replace Jack Dominic. 
he is irreplaceable. Another thing you can't replace is the way he ran the franchise in Toronto. Nobody else is capable of doing that. And I don't say that as a negative thing. All that means is that it has to be modernized. It has to be brought more into what business is about in 2022. Only Jack could make that team a success operating the way he was. So um, I want this team to succeed. I don't want the Leafs to go away. I don't want the inner county to go away. So if you can't replace Jack Dominico, what's the solution? Well, you, you try to do it as a team with Damon, Ty Crawford, who's been around a lot of years. I'm very excited to help uh, take this team into a next level. And ultimately, we'll see where it goes. And I'm not going to get into the whole semantics of the whole future, as Damon and I have made it quite clear. This right now is about the 2022 season, and we're going to operate the team the best we can. And I'm delighted to be back. And it was a short, it was a short, well, it wasn't a short conversation. It was a short decision to say, sure, I'm happy to come back. And here we go when we're talking about it. So let's play ball, okay? Yeah, and I'm going to get into, you know, moving forward and talking about the 2022 season and beyond. But this last nine years, you mentioned that, you know, you last were with Maple Leafs back in 2012, maybe 2013. Just what have you been up to the last eight, nine years? <laughs> I don't have, we don't have time in that podcast uh, to go through that, Ryan. I have always, uh, when I say I was involved with the Leafs uh, for, for the 35 years, Right out of Ryerson, right out of the way, I started taking other jobs. I got a job as a sports writer at the 12 Go Gazette. So while I was working for the Toronto Maple Leafs in the summer, I was building my career in a variety of, of different ways. And in the last nine years, my career has grown uh, a great deal on the sports admin side. For two and a half of those years, I was the vice president of the Belleville Senators of the American Hockey League. I helped found that franchise and spent two and a half years there uh, building it up. I am now in Ottawa. I'm the uh, director of uh, marketing of the Ottawa Senators. So I spend most of my time in Ottawa. I'm also an author. I, I, I'm still on Sportsnet 590, the fan, have a regular radio show. So I stay um, very active in a lot of business in the sports world. And Ryan, basically 2013, I, I went to Belleville in 2016, but I was extremely busy in those years. And I just didn't have time uh, to dedicate it. Now now I do. Um, it's 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 going to be... It's going to take a lot of juggling of a schedule to make sure I have the time to do it. But now I have the time to do it. And I've been really away from the league uh, for nine years. I have not really, and I'm quite, you know, uh, transparent about this. I haven't spent a lot of uh, time or attention following the Intercounty Baseball League. But I know the history of this league, Ryan. I know how important it is for, to have a franchise in Toronto. And I know how important it is to keep it going. So I'm going to make the time, along with Damon and Ty, uh, to ensure this thing uh, works out very well. I've had a long and very terrific career in sports. I'm, I'm very delighted by it, but I'm especially uh, happy that uh, to be back to help out the Maple Leafs because 35 years ago, or now it's not 35 years ago, it's actually 42 uh, years ago, 43 years ago, I'm just a second year student. And I owe a lot to Jack and Lynn giving me the opportunity uh, to start and build my career here. So uh, here I am back and uh, I'm, I'm delighted to be back. I, I wrote the uh, book uh, that we're going to be putting out this year on the Leafs. And one of the lines I used that Jack and Lynn have now passed the torch. This is a Ma and Pa operation and Ma and Pa are no longer here. Well, they've passed the torch. Uh, we're not going to drop it. We're going to make sure baseball's here. So that's why I came back. And to make sure baseball stays in Toronto and in the IBL, there's a lot that has to happen in terms of this franchise for the next two, three seasons, as you mentioned, beginning here in 2022. 
without getting into too much details, because again, it's still early, what's some of the biggest changes that you want to see perhaps this upcoming season? Well, there's, there's a lot of them. And you mentioned the next two or three years again, and I, I'm prepared to be involved here as long as it takes to stabilize this and make sure it's, it's going. So don't get this isn't just a, a one year thing, but there's a lot of work to do in the next two, three months uh, to make sure it's modernized. First of all, we need to update our communication methods with a younger generation of audience. Uh, again, Jack was the king of getting the supplement in the Toronto Sun and getting the programs out and back in the day, calling up the media and getting stuff on, you know, he, nobody was better than that than Jack. And, and while there is some degree of importance in some of that moving forward, it is now all about being more interactive on social media, fine job you're doing on this podcast, having somebody like you, who's a, a, a young, aggressive student who can really help this program grow. We have to start taking credit cards in the ballpark. We have to start modern, and I say that, and I'm sure some people who aren't familiar with the inner county are probably going, what do you mean you don't take credit cards? The Toronto Maple Leafs have never accepted a credit card for a payment ever for anything. So that's going to change. Uh, we're going to have an online store. We need to set that up. We need to come up with different products, Ryan, um, to, to do. So instead of the traditional program, we're going to have a hardcover book, which we will sell. We will sell sponsorships. We don't sell tickets at the pits as people who follow the inner county know we can't. So how do you generate some of that? We're going to ask fans to become us supporters of the team. And, you know, for a, for a fee, get a membership card, get special merchandise. So all that kind of stuff to modernize and, and make it uh, a great tradition, still be able to continue is what we're going to do. And it's all business side. The actual, you know, uh, Christie Pitts and coming to the ballpark for free isn't going to change. But it's basically just modernizing, getting into I want to say 2022. How about 1992, to be honest with you? And uh, we'll, we'll be ready for that. So basically, it's modernizing the business structure, both on social media, website, communications, how we talk to people, and how we merchandise and promote our product. Damon, I want to kind of ask you next, because you know we've talked the last three or four months, and you've been always saying, this new idea, I've been wanting to do this for quite some time, haven't been able to because I got to focus on baseball, I have to do this, I have to do that. Just how important is it to surround yourself with people like Roger, Ty, and others to help really, you know, move this franchise forward? Well, you got to include yourself on that too. Um, and, and like Roger said, that um, it's it's basically your generation that we need to uh, attract. And and we saw that last year at Christie Pitts that we we needed to head in this direction. Um, the, the 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 age of the fan base last summer was amazing. I haven't seen. You know, you, you call them the, the young somethings or, the, or, you know, the hipsters, whatever that generation you want to call. They were filling up Christie Pitts. Like, I, I hadn't seen the hill that full probably since 2007, that championship game, Roger. Like yeah, it was, seven, yeah that, that was like, you know, it was full. And we had that, that, that home field advantage back. And that, and that really, like I said to you before, we, we needed to turn a corner that really brought it to attention that we need to attract these people to the park and, and we need to make them aware that there is really good baseball being played at Christie Pitts. Right. And so when Jack passed away, I think a lot of people are saying, you know, what's the future of this franchise, perhaps as early as 2022, is this team even going to play this season? Do you kind of look at it though, as there's momentum building with this franchise? Because as you mentioned last season, you know, it seemed like, you know, yeah, the on-field product was great, but just bringing people in, younger people, people you know, around my age, do you kind of feel like there's a 
tide turning with this franchise in the sense that this team has a great opportunity to really move forward and, you know, have that new demographic of, you know, guys going to the pits every Sunday afternoon. Yeah. And that's what we use this term in, in, in business a lot to, we've had to the last couple of years to pivot. And I think we're just pivoting in the right direction. And, and, and we, we, we call it, we're calling it modernizing, but we, like I said to you before, we kind of needed to do this a little sooner, but Hey, we're doing it now and this is where we're going. And um, I think it's, well, look at, look at what we're doing right now. We're doing a podcast. Um, and th- th- these are all big strides for us and, and right. we're heading in the right direction. And Roger, when it comes to, obviously we're talking a lot about the future, but going back a bit, you were with the Maple Leafs for all those years. What are some of the, I know we've had a lot of great memories, you know, just seeing stuff happen on the field, you know, stuff behind the scenes. What have been some of your favorite moments of being a Maple Leaf for the last 35, 40 years? Well, you know, Ryan, it's, it's one of the things you talk about at the end of the day, we're talking about business, we're talking about marketing, the promotions, it's important. But, you know, and I say this in Ottawa all the time, it's the games, the players, guys like Damon. Uh, he referred to 2007, that 2007 series against the Brantford Red Sox is one of the, some of the best baseball I have ever seen. And I've seen a ton of baseball. One of my other roles is official scorer of the Toronto Blue Jays. So I don't throw that around. I'm not one of these guys that's just saying, oh, no, no, this is really great stuff. Trust me, this is really great stuff. I was, I still wear, well, we can probably can't see it here too much on, on the screen because of my background, but this is my inter-county uh, championship ring that um, I, I got from uh, Jack uh, just shortly before I left the organization. And it's got my name on it, 700 games, and the seven years of championship teams, 82, 85, 88, 95, 99, 0207, that I was around four. And it's got the leaf logo. It's really a beautiful ring. It's a little bigger than the championship ones that the team has done in the past, but it's, it's the winning. It's and not just the winning, but, but the memories of seeing some of these great players who played in this league. I have seen some absolutely fantastic baseball games. Yeah, I got stories. Jack comes in the press box and he's yelling at me. And then, then the one night the lights went out and the police came. I, I got 500 of those stories. Maybe we can talk about them at some other time. But from the time I started as a second year student uh, to today, I saw the re- value in Lynn, uh, rest her soul, always said this. And I remember a conversation I had with her shortly before she passed. You know, she just said, I, I said, Lynn, you know, one thing that hasn't changed, it's kind of cool. She goes, yeah, you know what it is. Here's Toronto, the biggest city in Canada. What's it doing with a franchise in the intercounty baseball league? Toronto doesn't support high school sports. It doesn't support college sports. doesn't support minor sports. The, the Marlies, the, the Steelheads, all these teams struggle and struggle to maintain and ownership keeps changing. How is it possible that for 53 years, without the ability to sell tickets, that a team has survived in the intercounty baseball league? Jack and Lynn. So now we got to find a way uh, to do that. So my memories really, Ryan, Like I said, I have many, many great memories of sitting in the press box with Lynn and connecting with Jack and all the fun and the laughs and everything else. It's the quality of baseball and of being a part, frankly, of seven championship teams. And I don't want to I don't want to start ribbing Damon on this right out of the bat. But I'm going to tell you, one of the reasons I'm back here is I want another championship. I want the team to win again. Uh, I don't I'm I'm not 15 years between championships. 15 years between championships is too long. And, you know, um, so it's the, it's the quality of competition. It's the games. 
Um, scored a no-hitter in this league. I uh, Seven championships, 19 pennants in the 35 years I was with the team. 19. And we didn't win one in the last uh, I guess six years, Dan. Maybe 07. Yeah, six years yeah. that I was here. So I had 19 pennants in 29 years with this team. And we want to restore that. And I know we're just coming off as a league, you know, six straight championships for Brantford, six straight for Barry. You ask them, their memories are going to be, we were down 3-2 in the series and then we get into the fourth. They've all got stories. So do I. So it's a quality of baseball, Ryan. It isn't, yes, the memories are great and the Knights of Christie Pitts and the, the poeticness of just having the team. But boy, if you're going to go to all this bother to organize a team and set it up and do all this work on the business side, a lot more fun when you win. So my memories are basically of watching great players like Damon. He's one of them, one of the top 100 in the intercounty's history, uh, win some baseball games. And I hope we're able to provide that for, uh, well, for at least this season and then many, many years to come because it's a quality of baseball is my number one memory. Absolutely. And Damon, that kind of leads me to my next question. How much can, you know, this business stuff, this social media stuff help in terms of, like when you talk to your players, some players I'm sure told you like, I don't know what the IBL is. I don't know what the IBL Maple Leafs are. Is how much can this stuff help with, you know, I guess like bringing players in? Oh, it's, it's 100% helps with recruiting. Um, Cause <laughs> and, and, any, any youthful person is going to, first thing they're going to look at is, well, now it'll be TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, website. Maybe 10 years ago, it was instantly to the website. Um, like, you know, do you, do you hype your players up? Do you announce signings? Do you, what, what do you guys do for the players? Um, and, and that's something that we were, were lacking on. And I didn't have a recruiting tool. I had to explain what the intercounty was um, and, and, and try to describe it as best as I could. Um, and, and the uniqueness of our, our, our model. So listen, we play in a public park. Our fans don't pay to come to the games. <laughs> so, so to try to keep them, you know, okay, well, what, how do you even do that? Right. But then you explain like when you do go to London or you do go to Welland, you're going to play in front of two or 3000 people sometimes because you are Toronto and, and, and Roger alluded to those, you know, those winning seasons. We were kind of like the Yankees. We were the enemy. Um, and, and coming into somebody's ballpark, that's, that's how you felt. Um, everybody wants to be Toronto because we are the biggest city in Canada. They, they, there's no hiding. And that's, and that's to restore that sort of mentality. And that's, it takes what we're doing to do that. Absolutely. Roger, I'll ask you this. Damon, I'll ask you this to close this out. Roger, I'll ask you first. When it comes to this franchise, let's say five years from now, what will you deem you know, a success in terms of what this franchise can and perhaps will look like five years from now? Well, we'll we will definitely have won again. And, and, and championships. That's, that's why you play. Why you play? We're here to we're here to win again. I had a long conversation with Damon about that in terms of what that requires to do, and I think part and parcel of the improved business operation will allow that to happen. Because Damon brings up some great points. You know, to attract high quality players, they need to know about the league. Players come from the Intercounty Baseball League from all over, and yeah, the veteran players know what the league is, but it's our job to properly promote through our media uh, multimedia channels. By the way, the YouTube broadcast we'll be doing, we will have a terrific one. You'll be a big part of that, Ryan. That's, a, that's an enormous kind of thing. So five years from now, the Leafs will be thriving. We'll be winning. We will have the business modernized. We will still honor Jack and Lynn. They'll never be forgotten. Look, the, everyone says, you know, how, 
oh, what are you going to do to, you know, honor Jack Dominico? Like the, tro the, the championship trophy is named after him and the ballpark is named after him. I don't know what else there is. Maybe we'll get a statue. But honestly, <laughs> it's like we, they will never be forgotten. They're on the championship trophy and on the ballpark. We have to find a way to keep it going. So five years from now, we'll be back to being the Yankees. And I got no problem with being the Yankees. I kind of like that, that every, nobody else likes you. That's fine. Going to a ballpark and people don't like you. I know Damon, that's one thing back in the day that it was a badge of honor. It was great. And I mentioned 19 pennants and um, seven championships in, I want to get this right, uh, just for the record, in uh, 29 years. We should have won more. We should have won more championships, actually. We, had, we stumbled in the playoffs, and we probably could have had a couple more. And when I saw the way Brantford and Barry, you look at their two runs, they just ran through. But, oh, there were a lot of scary moments. You guys know, and especially you, Ryan. You thought it's not like it's just, oh, they won every year and it was a foregone conclusion. They were down in series. They had to come back. There were some incredible things that happened for both those teams. Well, that's what we want to do in Toronto. So for five years from now, there will be no more questions in the offseason. Gee, are the Toronto Maple Leafs going to be able to, you know, continue now that the Dominicos are gone? That question will be erased in five years. I'm kind of, that's probably, Ryan, the biggest thing we have to do is to ensure everybody that inter-county baseball is staying in Toronto. Damon, I'm, I'm not sure if you can follow that up, but just five years from wow. now, yeah. Yeah, and that's, that's, well, as we said earlier, I said earlier in this, this, this podcast that the conversation with Roger was pretty easy. Um, we're, we're on the same page. We have to, like, it's not have to, we, we need to win. Um, we want to win. We, we started on the, the right path last year, but those years where we won pennants and titles, it, yeah, he's right. We should have won more, but we're at the top of the standings and that's, that's where it starts. And then everything sort of filters down from there. Absolutely. Well, Roger, Damon, this was a great podcast. I'm happy to have you guys both on for this one. I know it's not going to be the last time. So uh, thanks for coming on today, guys. I appreciate it. And uh, looking forward to more podcasts and interviews moving forward. Well, Ryan, Thank let you. me say, and I know Damon and you have talked more about it, but we are very delighted to have someone of your, um, your, your youth, your enthusiasm, your skill set, and also combined with a significant uh, degree of experience with the inner county as well. So you're going to be a big part of it. And one of the reasons I was enthused is joining, rejoining the organization is that somebody uh, like you is involved. So we appreciate you having us on, but we especially appreciate you doing so much great work for us already. And we look forward to making you a big part of our team. So we thank you too. That was episode three of View from the Pits, the official podcast of the Maple Leafs, sponsored by TD Cannon Trust. In the next podcast, I'll speak to Dustin Richardson, the Maple Leafs closer and former Boston Red Sox, on his time with the Maple Leafs and his time in the big leagues. Until then, thanks for listening. 